0: Hello, and welcome back to Russ Plays Music. Today is Tuesday, October 26th. The Halloween weekend is coming up upon us, and we have Jared Forth in an interview today. He creates instrumentals. Um, He is a uh, a noted guitarist hailing from Chicago. Really looking forward to an interesting conversation with him. You can check him out at www.jaredforthmusic.com and um, you can find all of his music on all of the popular streaming platforms looking forward to the interview and welcome back thank you so much for listening and we'll go ahead with the interview now thanks hello Hello. hi jared hey how are you pretty good pretty good how are you
1: i'm doing well thanks for having me on
0: yeah, yeah absolutely I'm, I'm i'm happy that you could join uh, i got to listen to uh to all of your uh library at least on spotify today um oh, yeah. and i was i was very impressed really cool stuff i really i really enjoy the instrumental stuff that you're doing um so so how's life in chicago it's we'll good. start there good, it's good good
1: yeah i uh, i just got off a five week uh, pit orchestra gig actually oh, um, awesome. playing guitar Real, for, really so really live cool music is starting to come back yeah
0: um, yes, it is, and that's that's a great thing too. I've, I've noticed. What we, I've uh, I've gotten a little bit busy with this classic rock outfit that I've been with too. So I I, I get that feeling. You get that that feeling in your gut, like when you're in, when you're in front of people. There's nothing that matches. You you can create music mm-hmm. and have a great time doing it, but it's validated when you're in front of a live audience, right? Oh,
1: most definitely, yeah.
0: So. So thanks again for joining us and and I guess we'll just we'll go through the list of, of, uh, of prep questions that I that I gave you earlier but like I said we can just go ahead and um, and, and elaborate on things if we have follow-up mm-hmm. questions or anything like that we can travel uh, down those paths and um, anything that that comes across as as strange I'll awkward silences or anything like that including probably this part of the interview (laughs) um we'll probably just edit this piece out and uh, i'll just clip it out and then we'll just move on with the questioning part for sure that sounds great questions so yeah thanks again for joining and and uh, like i said not a whole lot of uh listenership yet but um I found is sometimes people revisit later on, you know what I mean? And they'll Mm -hmm. they'll look at the other episodes. I've had a couple decent episodes. There's been a couple that I should just remove from (laughs) ever having existed. But this this is not going to be one of them because I was really looking forward to this one. So I guess uh, so. So first things first, what is or are any major influence or influences that you may have had that um, that made you who you are today musically? Yeah.
1: That's a great question. So I think it actually starts um, with my dad.
0: Okay, um, great.
1: When I was a little kid, so he played the five string banjo. Um, so I kind of grew up in this bluegrass kind of folk tradition. Um, I would, you know, see him playing, practicing at night. You know, I obviously wanted to, you know, play along. So I got my first guitar and started started learning um, how to play these bluegrass tunes on guitar. Um, and so he was part of an organization called uh, the Northern Illinois Bluegrass Association, or NIBA. Mm-hmm. And so once I, you know, could play maybe a G G D C, you know, once I got to that, uh, <laughs> so that yeah, was when yeah. as a kid, um, we'd start to go to these jam sessions, and and so I began to learn how to play with other musicians, how to hear chord changes, how to start to improvise over these, you know, simple but you know, good good bluegrass tunes. Um, so that was my very very early influence. Um, and then I started shifting more into to rock and, and jazz and other, other
0: genres. Mm-hmm. And I can hear a lot of those influences in many of the, of the different instrumentals that you've created. And, um, and they're really, really intricate. I, I, I really enjoyed listening to them. Um uh, uh, the uh the the uh oh my goodness the christmas the christmas song the one uh, oh my goodness uh, why is it evading me right now About christmas have, maybe um yeah 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 that was yeah. that was a cool one but there was another one as well um It's it's more nativity based i and, did um, o oh come o oh come That's, yes yes yeah, yes yeah. i i, I re- well i enjoyed both of them but that one i think really really caught me um mm, today yeah. particularly it was just it was a really really cool vibe and um and bluegrass wow i mean as much as much as the uh you know the chords like you said are are pretty rudimentary but i'd imagine playing with adults coming up inside of that kind of environment where um i have a high admiration for bluegrass musicians because people i don't think generally understand how skilled they Mm -hmm. actually are Uh, i was raised in between pittsburgh and the panhandle of west virginia and my step-grandfather my grandfather. Um, he would only listen to AM radio bluegrass mm-hmm. and it was usually like a localized station and it was usually a local bluegrass music you know what I mean so it was really really fantastic to grow up with that and then coming back to Pittsburgh I had to um, untrain the southern accent and <laughs> learn to be a yinzer again which yeah. was which was really really strange so I, I kind of caught it from both sides um, that's but that's really, that's really interesting cool. yeah it, it is it it, it helped me. It helped me bleed different kinds of music, different kind of genres. What I like. when I was younger, I was into speed metal and stuff like that. But as as I <laughs> as I, I got more. I think like jazz, more like blues, classic mm-hmm. rock. I think really open. Yeah, music. But um, sounds like you're really, really uh, uh ingrained in, in different kinds of music. Starting with bluegrass. That's that's pretty phenomenal. I had no idea about that. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, yeah, yeah. So what does your writing process look like? From from I'm always interested to see um, how people get their inspiration. And then from that inspiration, how they technically take that process up to publishing. Um, because yeah. everybody seems like they, they have different roads to leave the room today, right? So, mm-hmm. so go ahead and, exactly. and, and let us know how that inception and completion process sounds.
1: Yeah, so it actually it varies quite a bit from project oh, to project. I'm sorry, I,
0: I'm sorry, did I break up a little? I think. Well, a,
1: a little bit, I'll yeah. A little
0: bit. A little bit. Yeah. Okay. Were you able to catch everything that I said?
1: I was, yeah, talk, just talking about the writing process, um, kind of from the
0: beginning yes, to the yeah, yeah. completion. Yeah. yeah, go ahead, sorry.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, no, no worries, internet Internet issues. Yeah, um, yeah so it, the writing process kind of depends um, on the project in a lot of ways. Um, some of the things that I've been doing recently are trying to, I've been participating in film scoring competitions, and so they give you a, a short film that you have to write the score to. And so in a situation like that I'll watch the video and kind of take like the emotions and what's being trying what's being conveyed through the video and then try and express that musically or sonically. Very interesting. Um, So in that in that situation you kind of have a a pre-built prompt in a way to Mm -hmm. to get the creative juices flowing. Um, As far as non to film, um, I'm a big harmony guy so I usually start with a progression or harmonic kind of framework and then build out the melody from the harmony
0: oh great um, okay
1: m- most often so i know i know there's a lot of guys who do it different ways and you know, a lot of people start mm-hmm. with the melody and then harmonize right. the melody typically i tend to start with the harmony and then write a melody on top of that
0: yeah that's that's really cool because i've never i've never written that way honestly mm-hmm. but but like okay. like to hear hear that somebody else actually does that from the harmonic standpoint as opposed to the melody and um, the melodic uh areas is is a little bit different sometimes i'll go from chord progressions just because i'm just jamming on the guitar and then i'll get a melody in my head but lately what i what i've found personally is i i I go for the melody like you said i think that's like the basic route and then i'll write my chords around that or i'll wrap my chords around that melody and try to figure out what other instrumentation i want to add after the fact but that's really cool that's really cool i'll have to try to take that approach sometime soon and see about the uh, about harmonies, and then and then work my way around that with the melody. That'd be pretty cool. And and the uh, the visual aspect, I have I've never had to deal with that myself because I haven't done any scoring. But I could okay. see how that could be kind of interesting. Like like for me, I would think like I could watch a video without any music, and then try to imagine what the emotion should be for that for that part. Is that kind of how mm-hmm. you how you go down that road?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and like even things that are like subtle, like the color grading and it's mm-hmm. like the overall tone of the video can, can really put you in a state of mind for what sort of music you want to accompany the video. That's um really cool. And, yeah. And I found that it's, it really draws out different things than what I'd normally write as well, mm-hmm. because often I'll get a video that's very different than the vibe that I would normally try and portray. And sure. so it helps to kind of break out of the, the creative boxes in a way, if you will.
0: Excellent. That's that's really, really neat. And uh, like I said, I'm going to have to try that now. I mean, whenever I have, particularly if I have writing block, if I have writer's block, because that happens from time to time, I think to all of us, right? Most. I think it'd be good to have visual um, stimulation, particularly. uh, I have a I have a background in art and and that would be probably helpful. And usually the transverse happened whenever I would do art, just freeform art or anything abstract. Listening to music helped me create the visual aspect of what i was really interesting so it's 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 crazy how they can kind of bleed in together it's pretty cool stuff Hmm, um so how long have you been have you been writing um and 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 performing or or you know you can you can say uh, how long you've been writing and then how long you've been performing they could be two separate things i guess but um go ahead yeah
1: so so most no yeah so most of my music i guess life has been mostly performance focused um, kind of oddly enough. Um, so I started out, you know, little kid playing bluegrass and I shifted in, I played in a number of kind of rock bands in high school, like alternative type type bands. Mm-hmm. Um, in college, I started playing with jazz bands in college, you know, I kind of shifted more into that, into that sphere. Um, but for most of that, I didn't, I don't think I wrote my first composition until my freshman year of college. Okay. That was really my okay. the first time I started branching out into into writing
0: what genre was that you wrote as your first experience um, creating on your own
1: yeah that's a great question so it was it was kind of a i would say more of a jazz informed Mm -hmm. type type piece um so i i started as i guess i usually do nowadays with a chord progression then wrote a melody um and then i actually had um some friends who jumped in and wrote some lyrics and we had kind of like a um, R&B kind of type type song oh so nice my, yeah my first ever experience sweet
0: sweet that's really really cool so so do you do do you find that you do more collaboration stuff or, or, or are you more like a like a solo guy like you know you, you kind of want to form your own opinion and and speak um kind of alone to the uh, to your own musical experience or a little bit about
1: Yeah, that's a great question. I'd say a little bit of both for me. Um, I really love working with other people. I think that that human element of connection is one of the cool things about music and music making. Um, but I think that your collaborator has to have the same aesthetic values as you. you know? Sure, I agree. And yeah, so or
0: it'll, it'll it'll create creative friction, and, and you don't yeah, want that. Most right?
1: definitely. So I've been in situations where we didn't really share the same aesthetic values, and it didn't the collaboration didn't work out so well. But then right. when it does happen, it's a really really beautiful and and really cool thing. So.
0: What would you say, and I know this is a tough question, at least for me, because I, I find that I listen to anything from Al Bolli to and including things like death F- metal, I, I listen to literally. Um, so so what would you say your preferred genres? Because I, I think as a musician, you just fawn after one particular genre. And I, it would be unfair for me to try to pin you down so so if you had like a top three or top four even like what would you what would you say those genres are?
1: yeah that's a great question so i really kind of my heuristic i'm i really like interesting harmonies mm-hmm. um and so i really like jazz for that reason um a lot of the various subgenres of jazz um i like classical as well um i really like a lot of the impressionist um Composers like Debussy, um, Ravel, like Bartok, people, people like that in that vein. See, this Um, is why I
0: like these kinds of conversations, because I get educated through these conversations. (laughs) I can listen back to my podcast and pick out those names, and then I can get some experience that that you're sharing with me right now. And that's what's so cool about today. But go on, I'm sorry I interrupted. Yeah, yeah, most definitely.
1: Um, I like a lot of the minimalist composers as well, so like Philip Glass and Steve Reich. Mm -hmm. Um, Probably my favorite musician, at least this past year of all time has been uh, Bill Evans. He's okay. a a jazz pianist who did some just amazing, just beautiful things with with harmony. Um, definitely, if you haven't heard Bill Evans, definitely definitely check him out. Oh, I will <laughs> um, yeah, so I like a lot of that, but I also like um I ventured into metal as well. I like animals as leaders a lot. They're like a, some like progressive metal kind of concepts. Um okay. And then just in general, some, um, like, fusion as well. Like, like some of the jazz rock fusion, some of the newer stuff. Sure. Um, So, yeah, pretty pretty wide variety. But I do – I stay away from a lot of the – kind of the, the more mainstream pop kind of sounds really right. wrong with that That's just no yeah yeah I, under,
0: I understand completely as a, as a musician we we tend to trend away from that because i think i think honestly i don't have anything i don't have a problem with pop um i, I think it has its place but i think it has its place with lay people um most mm-hmm. yeah yeah because i'm a music snob i'm just saying that because <laughs> naturally as musicians we trend to things that make us think and we want to we want to mm-hmm. play music that makes us think and allows More complex emotions than just sad, happy, love. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean. There's more to us humanly than 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 that. You know, I think I think it's Hmm. it's a cool thing to be uh, what we are, and and we wouldn't be talking right now if 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 we didn't have this going on. So it's it's such a cool thing to be able to reach out to other people from different areas of life, different areas of different genres of music. Um, I I did notice that that it said you're also an educator. Can you can you elaborate on that? On, on one of yeah. your uh, socials it said it had mentioned you as an educator.
1: Yeah, yeah, most definitely. So yeah, I'm not an educator in like a formal sense. Like I, I'm not like a music teacher in the school system. But sure. I've taught guitar since I think I had my first student when I was maybe a freshman in high school, maybe. Um, yes. <laughs> so <laughs> so I've, I've taught guitar for a while. There was a, a period in my life when I um, taught at like a local music school um, for about a year um so i'm very passionate about um just sharing because i love music and i love right. beauty and so i'm passionate about sharing that and kind of the mentorship aspect of it um and so right now i have a, i still have a couple students that i teach and it's, it's a really wonderful um thing to just be able to share music and just that moment you know i don't know if you teach at all but like when a student like gets something and they're
0: able to play it and they're just so happy on um, this right. really rewarding thing for me well for for me um the, the teaching thing I found, I found a little bit too difficult for me to, uh, it's too bit difficult a bridge for me to cross, but at the same time, mm-hmm. I admire those who do teach because I believe strongly in music education. Um, mm-hmm. I think that we should be taught music education from the moment that we can create a beat or, or conceptualize what a beat can be, right? Mm-hmm. Even just yeah. something as simple as a rudimentary beat, we should learn about these things because I think it helps us psychologically learn to think outside of the box, um, mm-hmm. I, I really think that music is something that should be unlocked in all of us, whether or not we gravitate toward it or not. I think it's something that's helpful, and I think it's something that's ingrained in, in at least over ninety percent of humanity enjoys music at some level. You have, to, you know, you have to say that. Um, so, so your music and in your in your career um, as a musician. What would you say your greatest dream or, or, or what would you say your greatest aspiration would be? Um, what's something that, that would be a humbling experience for you that would, that would be a validating experience for you as a musician in your life, like the pinnacle of success for you? What would, what would that be for for?
1: Mm, that's, that's a good question. Yeah, I don't know that I, I have a good answer. Like, really, I think a big part of the musical life is the the process and just mm-hmm. continual becoming in a way right 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 um and so to me i think being able to express myself freely on my instrument would be on the guitar would be the pinnacle um i don't know if i'll ever get there but that's something that i'm pursuing every day um right. and so it's a more than journey. any sort what's that
0: right it's a journey it's not really a destination it is. right yeah Most definitely yeah so more yeah, than great any sort answer of like, great answer that's yeah really cool yeah. Um, so do you have any new projects on the horizon that you'd like to let um, the, the three folks <laughs> know about? Uh, yeah, maybe I'll have more than three this time. that will be great. But Yeah, yeah.
1: Maybe it'll be like five, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so I have a couple things in the works for... So right now I'm working on a another collaborative Christmas project. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing... Um, I did an arrangement of my favorite things. Okay. Um, and so I'm working on it with... Um, kind of doing like some remote collaboration. My buddy's out in Colorado and he's playing piano on it. And okay, hopefully we're gonna release that within the
0: next couple of weeks.
1: i going um, through the
0: licensing road on that one then. That's, that's, that's a tough one because I mean, I've had to do that before from yeah. um, for another project um, that I was working on with my, my eldest daughter. We actually licensed a song from Sony. It's The song is leaving my head right now, but back to me later on. Um, usually folks would go down the road of like public domain which is yeah, which is yeah. a lot simpler, um, mm-hmm. and a lot less expensive. But but go on, um, tell me more about, about um, my favorite things and, and how projects k- kind of came together. Like what what started the project? Whose idea was it first? And you know who who all are you? Names, you know, if you want to drop names, feel free. Whatever you want to do.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, um, last year um, when everyone was kind of in quarantine, I thought it would be fun to do a virtual like collaboration. Mm-hmm. I was sure. actually inspired by this guitarist that I really like, um, Galad Hexelman. He's a mm-hmm. modern jazz guy. And okay. so he has some videos on his YouTube channel, which is like with just different musicians playing their parts independently. And they sent in the video and he kind of puts together this cool virtual band video.
0: Nice, nice. And so,
1: yeah, it's, it's awesome. So I wanted to do that. So I did it with White Christmas. Um, and so this year, I just figured why not do it again? Got the same, the same guys. Um, so I'm playing. It's, uh, it's a trio. So I'm on guitar. Um, one of my friends, Isaac Flex, is on mm-hmm. drums. He's a local local drummer here. And then my friend Justin Langley is out in Colorado, and he's just uh, okay. a fantastic. All five of your listeners got to check out Justin Langley. He's a just a beautiful, beautiful pianist. Um, <laughs> all five. Yes, he, he has some stuff. <laughs> he has some <laughs> stuff out out there that's you know that's really just beautiful stuff. So.
0: And that's and that's the wonderful thing <laughs> about today too. During this pandemic thing, it, it sparked different levels of, of creativity. I, I I got back in touch mm-hmm. with a lot of my former bandmates. Um, one of which, who lives in Anchorage, Alaska, he he's a real estate agent up there. Oh, he does so cool. um Yeah, he sells uh, he sells these log cabins and you know all mm-hmm. it's it's beautiful real estate that he sells. But I I figured you know what he's such a flamboyant bass player. He plays a lot of mm-hmm. stuff. Um, a lot of different stuff. He he trends more towards uh like you know like less Claypool. He likes less Playpool a lot and um okay, and yeah. and folks like one Jaco Jaco Pastorius. Yeah, he really fond after back in his college days. I remember him mentioning him a lot. Now he plays in a ska band up there. Um, they're relatively uh uh popular up there around Anchorage called Nervous Rex, and and they have a okay. great time. But we collaborate recording stuff together, and, and it's been it's been so cool and kind of nostalgic. For us to record, I, I say nostalgic, but it's it's more like we're we're creating newer stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. And and it just feels feels really really neat to be able to reconnect again along with um some of my uh, former keyboard player that I played with, an old drummer. We all just kind of got together online, huh? Like yeah. this, like it's podcast, right? So what I would do is I would track stuff using um what I found has has been really useful for me to start ideas, not to finish them, mm. you know. Idea using this product, and I'm sure somebody out there will argue with me about that, and they probably can do it well. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. maybe didn't put in enough time. But GarageBand for iOS, huh. it's place to start a writing process. Okay, it's
1: um, fascinating. Yeah,
0: yeah, it, it's it's pretty cool. You can track things, and then you can actually take those tracks. Now the tracks, initially they're they're recorded in a format that that won't just translate to like um to uh, uh like uh, what's another good. Um, recording mechanism uh pro tools like for instance yeah, pro tools yeah, you know what i mean sure so so what what we do is there there's a process that you can use to, to move that stuff into pro tools as a regular wave format and and same thing with any midi files that you need to move from from ios to to that you can actually move them but you have to move them in, in wave format as well but mm, but we'll okay. replace we'll mix and match instruments and we'll do stuff like that to make it get rid of some of the bad sound because I'll create a demo, including lyrics and and you know and and vocals, and then we'll re-record all the vocals inside of our uh, our vocal booth where we have Pro Tools and all that stuff already yeah. set up. But it's a good yeah. it's a good foundation to start things and then and then and share things. Mm-hmm. I've been using most a lot definitely. of Dropbox and tons of Dropbox, tons of um, of Google Drive, um, Yo, you know, oh, yeah. iCloud. Yeah. <laughs> Everything mm-hmm. everything's in the cloud, right? Oh, most um, definitely. So how long have you have you lived in Chicago? Were you born and raised or?
1: I was yes yes I'm, okay. I mean we're in the we're in the suburbs but oh, okay um, okay yes yeah, so I, I grew or up North here. Or... Um, mostly mostly west oh, okay. actually yeah like Naperville Saint Charles kind of area okay. gotcha yeah I, yeah. I
0: visited Ch- I visited Chicago proper a couple of times um, oh, nice. for work and um, it was it was a really cool town I, I found it to be um, a a more welcoming it's it's the same size it almost it, comparatively to New York. But mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's cooler and it feels more comfortable for some reason. I don't yeah. know. I don't yeah. know what it is. And, and, and yet it, it has this bohemian feel around the edges of the of the town where all were at the time when, when I was traveling out there with yeah. a friend of mine. And um, it just I, I really love Chicago. I, I, Pittsburgh, if you've ever been to Pittsburgh, it's a very tiny city. Um, yeah, I never they make out. it look they make it look a lot bigger <laughs> on television with okay. <laughs> camera tricks, I guess, but it's yeah. it's one of the smallest cities um, since I've been traveling that I've hmm. ever been in. You know, when I was a little such a big city. And then, you know, after being to L.A. and Chicago and New York, you just start realizing the magnitude of what a real city kind of looks like, right? <laughs> um definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So so um, I'm, I'm trying. I feel like I've done not had enough questions to ask this evening because you have a lot um, of, of experience um, and, and very interesting experiences that I'd like to, you know, I'd like to share. Obviously, with more folks, is there anything else that you would like to mention um, about? Mm-hmm. I've already um, introduced. I've, I created a separate introduction that I usually insert before the show. Website, mm-hmm. but are there any other sites or any other things you'd like for people to check out with regard to what work you're doing musically um, that maybe we haven't brought up yet?
1: um no i don't think so i think just yeah just a standard website youtube spotify you know all, all that stuff um sure yeah i'm, tr- I'm trying to be hopefully we will be pretty prolific this upcoming year so i'm gonna be releasing a lot of a lot of new stuff hopefully yeah what so, i'd like
0: to do is i'd like to maybe if, if you if you found any interest in it just stay in touch and then that way if if you have anything that's coming up that you'd like to promote or whatever else if i get 10 listeners or maybe 15 <laughs> maybe by maybe by then you know I'll, I'll be able to help you a little bit more and spread the word um that's yeah. basically what i want this podcast to do i want it to help other folks um get their stuff out maybe occasionally promote my own stuff a little bit you know what i mean but mm-hmm. primarily what i want to do is i want to help other musicians across genres um, get their information out because i know how tough it is with algorithms today
1: mm-hmm.
0: and and all of the internet junk that you have to deal with um, it, it seems like today we spend so much more time dealing that piece and, and it steals so much time away from the creative process of actually making music mm-hmm. that I think I think it, it, there's some value in helping each other get that kind of thing done. Um, yeah, and, absolutely. and I think it's, it's past time for us to reach out, you know, what I mean? and that's mm-hmm. the thing. And, and I always tell my friends who create music as well, like it should if you really want to do it. It should be anything and everything to try to promote and that also includes networking and and when you're networking it's not just it's not just self-interest it's it's meeting interesting people like you and making real actual human connections with people who have life experiences that you can learn from who have musical experiences that you can learn from and, and help and provide some of your own insights um, to maybe help them a little bit, you know what I mean? So so mm-hmm. I think I think that's where we're at right now. We should use the technology for that instead of fighting about things that everybody fights about. And I won't even mention those mm-hmm. things because there's too yeah. many of those things around. It's all about positivity. That's what I'm really trying to trying to focus on nowadays. yeah, and, and
1: that is such rare. a valuable, yeah, it really is. And that's such a valuable thing to to do. So I think it's really cool that you're doing that with this podcast. Um, Thank that's, you. That's fantastic.
0: Thank you, Jared. And you know what? It, it, it's so nice to meet you. Um, I knew that this was going to be a good, um, a good interview today because just, just looking at what you've done and 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 the positivity that I, from you on your online platforms, you know, even from your Facebook, and you know, because mm-hmm. I did, I do do a little bit of research yeah, to make sure definitely. that I have, I have good enough questions to ask because I think that the folks that I am engaging with deserve that. Um, mm-hmm. And because we're all out here together, just trying to, trying to make sense of life. And yeah, sometimes good. music is that guide and, and help and, you know, sometimes prayer and in God and different things that people enjoy to, to have in their lives that, that stabilize mm-hmm. them in any way. You know, I'm not saying yeah. that, that those are the only things, but for yeah. me, those are the things that, that help. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you so much. Um, I'm gonna make sure that people go ahead and visit your site and that you, you have a website and that's jaredforthmusic.com, correct? Yes,
1: that is correct. And yep. your
0: name is spelled J-A-R-E-D and last name is f-o-r-t-h yep. music.com so yep. so if everybody who's listening could please visit that site and then look at any of the streaming platforms that jared has any of his stuff on trust me it's well worth the listen i listened to the entire library today Mm -hmm. on spotify and i enjoyed every last note but um thank you so much jared i really appreciate your time and um and i'm looking forward to staying in touch so so Mm -hmm. please do you you have my number don't lose it
1: (laughs) (laughs) i I certainly will not and i'll certainly stay in touch thank you so much for having me on today i really enjoyed our conversation
0: it was absolutely thanks jared god bless we'll talk to you you too take care Lovely. Thanks again for listening to Russ Plays Music and today's interview with Jared Forth. Um, Please absolutely check out all of his streaming uh, platforms, including uh, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, um, all of the streaming platforms, including YouTube, because he has some really neat videos out there. And um, thanks again, and have a very nice day.